Hello, all you beautiful people. This is Optimistically Depressed. I am Ruth McMullen, your host. I've been away for the last little while, and it's been a bit of a rough go, but Sean has definitely been amazing at stepping in and helping things go for the last couple weeks with the kids and also with the podcast. I am back now, and that feels... It feels good. Like, it feels good to be back home. It's very strange to... It's very strange to kind of go back to life because you things don't go back to normal. Everything's changed. I'm still not quite ready to talk exactly about what happened, but I'm just not emotionally prepared to talk specifically about what has happened. But... Um, uh, there have been quite a few of you who have reached out, and it's been just amazing. One of the things that I've definitely gone away with after this experience was the knowledge that I am surrounded by an incredible community of people. All of you are just amazing. Knowing that you're listening, that you're being so understanding when I've had to um, postpone other podcasts and um, just being incredibly supportive I I'm so grateful I'm just very very grateful it's been a, a hellish couple weeks and uh, my family is very uh, supportive of each other and um, also a bit distraught and um it's just been a little surreal, but knowing that I have just amazing people surrounding me who support me and are very respectful of the process of um, grieving and uh, just kind of how you feel when you're just kind of going through some of the some of these things. Sorry, I feel like I'm rambling a little bit, but it's it's just kind of it's just kind of strange because you're still trying to like you're still trying to function normally, but then there's just part of you that's kind of like not quite clicking yet. <laughs> so I think I'm still a little bit there, but I am doing okay. I'm doing a lot better, and I'm definitely working through the process. And um and as I was kind of saying before before I trailed off was just that I'm I have people who are working with me who are working through the process with me. And they're doing it just because they are kind people who are also very compassionate and can somehow find a way to relate, even though they may not have experienced firsthand what's happened. And it's just, it's just like, it does, it makes me feel so grateful. I'm incredibly, I, I don't say this often because I find that um, I just want to be very sincere when I say it, but I am very blessed and I am very grateful for that. I'm grateful for all of you. And uh, if you, I know that um, for me personally, sometimes when I hear about something that's kind of gone on with someone, I'm a, I'm a bit hesitant to reach out just because I don't want to overwhelm them. And so I know that there's probably some of you out there who have purposefully not been reaching out for that reason. And um, I get it. I'm the same way. I appreciate, I, I know that lots of you have been even just thinking about my family 
And so that means a lot to me. And if you do want to kind of reach out, like I, it has been really encouraging when I've been hearing from people. So, um, yeah, I just, I'm, again, I'm just very, very grateful. Um, so I, um, I got to have Raina Khan back on Optimistically Depressed and she's a very dear friend. She's been one of the incredible people that has helped me and uh, the family here out a lot, a lot while I had to go away. And then when I was, you know, here and kind of starting to process things, she let me just kind of cry while she held me. And I, I couldn't have, like, there's just so many things that we couldn't have done without her. She watched the kids. She helped watch our new puppy because <laughs> I kind of had to up and leave and, um, she cooked and she cleaned and she just did, she was, she's amazing. And I'm a better person for knowing her and my life is richer because she's in it. I just, I, I feel very grateful that, um, she's my friend and I got to, um, have her on optimistically depressed and she's so it's, she has a way of like, she's had a, quite a life and she has a way of being able to laugh at the most unfunny things <laughs> and she just makes you laugh too because it's just so ridiculous and uh, it's something that I think is just really healthy and <laughs> to a, an extent of course but I think to be able to laugh at some of the outrageous and sad things that happen in life at some points is a very good thing and she definitely has that so I hope that you enjoy the interview that her and I have with each other and uh yes we're very giggly through the whole thing and we're just I, I mean we're just gonna have to be okay with this <laughs> go along for the ride very it was a very giddy session and because we've both had a very stressful little while recently and sometimes the best way to do that is to laugh uncontrollably so hopefully that is something that also helps uh, soothe some of you who are listening. Maybe if you've been going through a bit of a rough time yourself, you'll be able to understand what we are going through and the value of just kind of laughing uncontrollably at everything. And hopefully it can actually soothe you and make you feel a little bit better about how all that's going. Um, I feel like I'm a little off in this intro. I'm really sorry if that is actually really coming through. I'm again, as I said before, I'm still kind of getting back on the horse, but um, with all of that said, all of that aside, I'm just really excited to be able to introduce to you again the wonderful Raina Khan. Hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be able to say that I have Raina back. Con! <laughs> <laughs> Raina, hello. <laughs> Round two! Round two. Return. The return of, of the champion. The champion, Con. Representing the belt. <laughs> <laughs> Will she keep her belt? Nobody knows. <laughs> Is that how boxing works? No, that's... Wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah. What do boxers get? Just a pat on the back and a fucking medal? <laughs> like, good 
jab. You only got two concussions. Right. Okay. So I'm talking about wrestlers. Yeah. Okay. Well, mm. I'm back. You're back. It's kind of thrilled that you're back. Mm. Me too. Yeah. Because I feel like we've we've just gotten to know each other so much better since mm-hmm. the last time we did a podcast. Clearly. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's this true. one will be very different to the first one, most likely. Yes. And and that's like the first one was really good. I'm just very thrilled that we're doing a second one. Me too, actually. It's like long overdue. It, yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is something we were talking about doing for... Um, like, McNabb's Island. Okay. So, so that was I've, in April? Yeah. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we're almost in June. Wow. Okay. April. Okay, solid amount of time. Yeah. We really kept it sizzling on the back burner there. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, yeah, what a great idea. Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> let's, let's let this stew. Uh, yeah, let's just not act on this right away. <laughs> let's not dive Give into it a anything. a little bit of time. <laughs> and then we're good. Yeah. That's, but that's now we're here. <laughs> which is no. funny because I like have basically been here like every day of my life for the past <laughs> month. So I don't know why it took so long. But. I know. Wait, it's so not like we we could have like seriously within the past like how many months we could have just been like a month within yeah. the last month we could have just like let's go downstairs and do that podcast now yeah but now we have these amazing sound blogs we have these amazing sound blocks I, I called them blocks squares cubes cubes objects yes <laughs> yep it's official we have we have the studio soundproofed yeah and i i can hear the difference i can too it's not as echoey no there's no echo yeah like i'm like hello oh wow it's just <laughs> it's just dead it's just dead like my soul <laughs> <laughs> and like my closet <laughs> man that's true i keep like i keep forgetting that that was actually like our first inter- that was like one of the first times i met you too yes it was, was in the closet in my closet <laughs> Anyone who doesn't have context right now is like, what were they doing in the closet exactly? Yeah. Seven minutes in heaven. Amen, <laughs> sister. Honestly, the closet was great. The closet was great. It felt like it kind of created this like intimate well, atmosphere. Yeah. Like, because it was like you were intimate with my intimates. Yeah. I'm like looking, I'm like, oh, look at this lovely plaid shirt. <laughs> That's part of my life. <laughs> and no. now you're part of my life. It's true. Big part of my life. Yes. Huge part of my life, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it all escalated so quickly. It did. And but I'm so good fond of you. Do. Yeah. yeah, they do, right? When it's just right, it's right. Yeah, no, it just like falls together like a perfect little puzzle. It does. And you're just, wow, you're like, yo, what's missing from my life? Yes. And then you're like, I understand everything so much more clearer. <laughs> yes. It's like, and it's like, what have I, what did I do without you? Yeah. You know, I was actually thinking about that the other day. I was like, this is insane. Cause like I depend on Ruth and Sean so much. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, I have a story. I'm going to tell Ruth and Sean. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, wait, like before Ruth and Sean, who did I tell these stories to? I'm like, I'm like, cause like, these are like my life secrets. And I'm like, did I just not tell anyone? Like, <laughs> I was like, did I just like sit silently and be like, I will tell myself. <laughs> now I'm like, oh, I stubbed my toe. Better tell Ruth. <laughs> fell out of a car better tell Tell, Ruth and when you tell me I'm like I'm so glad that I know this now (laughs) it's like the moment I'm like at home and I have a funny story I'm like I must FaceTime you (laughs) I must see the expression on your face to see if it equated to the same expression that I had yeah and it always does yeah it always does I'm like I knew you'd fucking appreciate this yeah right it's just because we're just like we're just 
Yeah, and it's funny because like, that's literally what Sean said. Like in Cape Breton that day, he's like, you have to meet my wife. <laughs> and when he came home from it, he was like, I met a girl that you have to meet. <laughs> and I remember like sitting there being like, so like, yeah, sick. Okay, I'm, I'm down. Totally down. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, you'll love her. I'm like, probably, man. <laughs> and then I met you. I was like, fuck, yeah, I do love this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That was the exact same with me. He was like, you'll love her. And I was just like, I cannot wait to yeah, meet her. Yeah, because like, whenever people take the time to say that you're really going to get along with someone, like, you know. Yeah, like, it's you're right. like You're like, oh, this is my other half, isn't it? This is like the other part of my friendship bracelet that I never gave to anyone. <laughs> Because you're like, I'm my own best friend, so I wear both of them. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, shit, I guess I should probably give you one. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> now, we're now we're here. Now we're here. Now we're here. Now we're here. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Picard's yeah. just sleeping. Yeah, yep. So Picard is making another appearance in the podcast. He doesn't have anything to say right now because he's having some sweet dreams. <laughs> Yeah, he literally just curled up and went to bed. Yeah, went to bed on the table right in front of my mic. He's like, my mother, mm-hmm. she's represent. I, <laughs> mu- I must give her moral support. <laughs> she might need me in this pinnacle moment of her life. <laughs> exactly. So he's here, but he's also taking a nap. Always. Always. I don't even know where my dog is. With Sean. <laughs> With Sean. Okay. He's like, she was like, Sean needs some emotional support right now. I need to be with him. I must do my job. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, we gotta stop joking. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a real podcast. This is a real podcast. This and what are we talking about? Well, <laughs> I'm assuming life. I'm yes. assuming mental health. Oh my, you're right. <laughs> I'm assuming a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Just health in general. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a what a big kerfuffle of a conversation! Oh, for goodness' sake! Especially with me. <laughs> I feel like we should give some background context if anyone hasn't listened to my last one. Yeah, do it. I've been on here before. Yes, I didn't know Ruth at all. Yeah, no, oh, that almost rhymed because of my accent. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love your accent. <laughs> I was like, I've been on here before. I'm like, oh, this is going to start rhyming. Uh, and then we were like, you know what? We should probably do another one because now I trust Ruth, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I've got massive walls that I don't think I am even capable of breaking myself. <laughs> <laughs> am I Raina? Mm, my favorite color? Who even knows what that is? Not me. Wow, you tell me. I'll agree. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I guess last time, what did, we, what did we talk about last time? My upbringing. We talk about a lot about, well, I guess we, like, talked to a certain extent about my upbringing. Yes. But, like, in our time together, you've definitely learned a lot more about learned it. Learned a lot more about it that, I like, I don't share openly a lot because I'm a little self-protective yeah. Nazi. Like. <laughs> I hope no one have got offended by that, but right, yeah, yeah, but understandably so. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think gotta... it's I think it's more so just because like, oh, we're delving right in. Yeah, I love how that just like ripped off the bandaid. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, totally just, what? And here I we are. This, I think Wound. with the way I am is just simply because a I was brought up to be that way. Um, B, I just watched a lot of people get judged. Like, because my generation and you and yours wasn't so open. No. Like, the next, like, it's literally the next generation down from my generation that just gets to say everything. Yes. Like, I'm like, they, like, get bullied once and everyone knows about it. 
And I'm like, holy cow, you must be hashtag blessed. Like, I'm like, I'm like must be freaking nice. Like, but like, in all seriousness, like, I think I just got brought up in a way that like, if you were like, I guess like the actual word was if you're just genuinely honest about what's happening and like what you're going through, yeah. it was just going to be your fault or like you were the one getting judged more than the other person. So I think that's pretty much what ended up happening to me. So unfortunately I only started dealing with that in like the past year because I have like had a little bit of a mental meltdown, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like hilarious timing, hilarious timing. Cause that was like right before I met Sean. And I remember being like on the fence about going to Cape Breton because I was like too much was going on at the time. And I was like, I don't think I'm in the mental spot to like go and freaking meet a bunch of people that I don't know because apparently I don't even know who I am. And then like I was like, no, don't do this. (laughs) I was like, this is a great opportunity and I'm going to meet lots of new people. And like I went, unfortunately, like I went with someone. (laughs) That was like very shy and very introvert. And I remember being kind of like, oh no, this isn't good for me right now because like I'm not feeling 100% myself. And then like Sean was literally one of the first people to talk to me. Sean and then Bernie. Oh, well, Bernie. Yeah. That Bernie. makes sense. Yeah. Sean, Bernie, Carter. And ah. it's like, it, like, those are like the three people that like went out of their way to try to talk to me. And I think it's just because I like sat on the couch and like observed and I was like, I should have never have come. <laughs> I was like, I am not in like the mindset right now to like, deal with like trying to like you know what it's like when you're like constantly like putting on a front of being something that you're not yes and like you've known me well enough to see both sides now so like you see the public side which is like I'm constantly joking and diffusing every situation that could possibly come near me yeah (laughs) so I'm just like oh wow sensitive topic you know what I like tomatoes (laughs) so it's true though so like you've known me well enough to know that there's that like boundary that like I just like joke through anything that might possibly trigger me a little bit yeah and I remember like not being able to fully do that when I first went to Cape Breton because I was like super shocked at like everything that happened like two weeks before because I was like oh my life (laughs) I was like it's all falling apart and now I'm here with people I don't even fucking know yeah and like that was really interesting to be honest because I was like super vulnerable and like questioning everything I did so I think like when people were saying like I was quiet like when I first got there which is you know me I'm, I'm not quiet you're not quiet but I was like super like like I was like the definition of self-doubt because like pretty much as you know from like our last talk like everything that I had built myself into being basically got told to me was like a facade that I put out there to like protect myself yeah <laughs> which is pretty valid like I think you've done it like oh, oh yeah gosh, like we all yeah. do it I feel like oh yeah most people that have like this really like fun outgoing like extra personality it's like constantly a distraction of the real stuff that's like lurking underneath that you're like (laughs) please don't look too deep (laughs) it's like just look at the joke and laugh okay (laughs) do you have daddy issues no (laughs) not here look somewhere else weakness but wow i'm a power lifter be my daddy It's like, do you, do you and need another child? Because I need a parent. <laughs> <laughs> Love me unconditionally, please. <laughs> if you do that, I will never leave. Never. <laughs> I'll love you forever. I will accept everything that you say. It's so true. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm probably one of the most gullible people you ever meet. Mm. Like, people can be like, oh, yeah, the sky is pink. And I'm like, I think I see blue. But you know what? I need glasses. So maybe, I'm like, maybe that's affecting my color understanding. <laughs> it's true. And it's like, it's really unfortunate because like, I think I went the adverse 
direction that some people do, which is like I just like unconditionally trust first in like first time because I I have more doubt in myself than other people. Mm-hmm. So like if you tell me something, I'm like probably more likely than what I'm thinking. <laughs> yes. And I have the same thing. Yeah. And like people yeah. like don't get it because everyone's always like, I have trust issues. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I, I think everything I say is bullshit. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I guess I'm on the same level. I'm like, but if someone else tells me something, I'm like, you know what? You probably know way better than I do. Unless it comes to like conversations that I'm like super educated in. Mm. And then I'm like, no, bitch, I read this. <laughs> I'm like, I know this way better than you do. Like, I, and like, but other than that, like, the self doubt is like killer. Yeah. But uh, I think I like manage it for the most part. I think the only area it really affects is like relationships. Mm. But like, not even with like friends. I'm a fucking boss friend. <laughs> you know what? I can say this from firsthand experience. Yes, you are. <laughs> but like, as soon as it becomes like a partner, I'm like the worst. Like, I think I'm, like, really great at, like, doing all the, like, the necessary things, but, like, emotionally connecting or, like, oh, no, I'm not even emotionally connecting. That's not true. Yeah, because we've emotionally yeah, connected. Like emotionally being honest and, like, forthcoming is difficult for me. Mm. Like, just being, like, this is how I feel instead of making a joke out of things. Because mm. I really need to stop doing that. <laughs> when I'm, like, ha, 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 assault. <laughs> <laughs> And people are like, "What? Wait, what did you say?" And I'm like, hmm? "I'm like, you know, the funniest topic in the world." Like, yeah. And people are like, "Your entire earth shatters, and my life is completely ruined." Yeah, I so think, funny. I think it's just been in the past couple of years where I've suddenly like sat down and realized that like my upbringing wasn't like actually okay. Because I think for the most part, I was like, people are just fucking soft. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I I had a great upbringing. Fuck you all. Completely normal. Yeah. All of you had a terrible upbringing because they were just too easy on you. Yeah. And it's like weird because like I still kind of carry that a little bit because I'm still kind of in that headspace when I'm like, I look at some people my age and I'm like, you just like don't understand life at all, eh? (laughs) And like, it sounds super condescending, but I'm like, you hear people complaining about the most ridiculous things and I'm like. I just, I don't even think I get affected by the same things that you do because, like, I don't think you've experienced much more than your cell phone dying in the middle of the day. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, it sounds really crappy, but it's, like, it's, like, one of those things that, like, I don't dislike people, but, like, I have a hard time empathizing sometimes just because I'm, like, you need to, like, give your head a shake and realize that worse things could have happened. But then that is, like, a full 360 back to, like, if I was more honest about, like, my own life people probably wouldn't complain so much. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, it's hard because like, I think, what, like maybe three people know the extent of like everything that's like happened before. Mm. Maybe three. Wow. Two. (laughs) I'm going to say, who have I been like directly honest with? It's probably maybe two. But even then, maybe not. (laughs) Seriously? Yeah, because like, I think it's like, I... I don't want to be looked at differently. And I think in my industry as well, like, as you know, like I work in the fitness industry. I'm not sure. Like I should probably reiterate that in case there's like new people that didn't listen to my last one. Right. So I worked in the fit for work in the fitness industry and it's like not an industry where like I never wanted people to work with me because of the fact that I like went through life. Do you know what I mean? I just wanted people to work with me because I know what I'm talking about. Yes. So, yeah. and like, that's the thing is like, I remember 
when I first started becoming like, I guess like not to sound super like egotistical, but I first started becoming really successful was because my like thing was trying to identify like what was making someone want to come to the gym in the first place. Yeah. Because most people don't just like roll up in the gym and go like, yeah, bro, I just want some muscles. Like there's usually an issue. Yeah. And like that, cause that's why I ended up there. I definitely didn't grow up being like, you know what? One day I'm going to be a meathead. <laughs> it's true though. Like yeah. no one wakes up being like, I want to lift a lot of weight. <laughs> like, like it's not normal for someone want to, like it's usually when you get into the nitty gritty of things it's like oh they were bullied as a kid yeah. they were made to feel really small about themselves or like yeah. there's always an issue right because you're like trying to counteract that like voice in your head that's telling you you're pathetic yeah so that's kind of what happened to me in the gym is like I targeted that feeling with people mm. and then like it was like interesting for me because everyone that I worked with had an issue and then they would always be like, yeah, I just want to be like you. Like, you're just like so together and like you have like nothing like going on and like you just like seem so focused. And I was like, at least I'm lying to you as well as I'm lying to myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean, though? Because I was like, yeah. these people were spending like thousands to like come in every day and tell me how horrible their life was and like how like how they saw themselves and like their family, whatever. And I just like stand there and be like, that must be really hard. And they would always be like, the line that would kill me is like, I don't expect you to understand. And I'd be like, yeah, you're right. You know, like I probably don't fully understand. Like everyone is affected differently. And like, it would like really, like I remember being like, that was like part of the reason I ended up leaving the gym I worked at Good Life. Cause like all the people I worked with are like, like not uh, like coworkers, like actual clients. Yeah. Like everyone just had like this image of me that I just like, was this like insanely untouchable human <laughs> that like power lifted and was like, well, you've seen pictures of what I used to look like. Like yes. I was fucking, I was a beast. You so, were a beast. Like, yeah. Yes. So like, I just looked like a tank that like was like, yeah, I could fuck you up if I wanted to. <laughs> so, like, yeah. They like would treat me like that. And I remember being kind of like, Oh, this kind of sucks. Like, I don't want to keep being told this, even though it's like exactly the image that you're projecting. It's like yeah. weird when you start to like, after like two years, you're like, Oh fuck. I'm lying to every one of you <laughs> and like every day you're like motivating them to do better and like be better and like let it go and like your past is your past in the meantime you're the one standing there being like my past defines me <laughs> and you're just like fuck my life yes every night I go to bed and I can't sleep <laughs> you know what I mean but then yes. you, like the next day you're telling them that like don't worry about it like the past shouldn't control your day-to-day -day life yeah and you're just like a walking hypocrite yeah. And, like, that's, like, the hardest part, I think, about, like, working genuinely full frontal in the fitness industry, not necessarily, like, the health industry, because people will go to a doctor expecting to be honest to a biased opinion. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're expecting the doctor to be like, yeah, this is why you feel this way. Here's a medication or here's a treatment. Mm -hmm. People go to the fitness industry expecting a solution, though. Like, they're expecting, like, the fitness industry to give them, like, a way out, basically. Like, interesting so like it's kind of like a like a like as great of an industry as it is it's really hard because you're just constantly sitting there like basically reiterating the fact that like yeah fitness is the way out when like fitness might not necessarily have been your own way out so you're like sitting there being like it got me out of like doing drugs and becoming an alcoholic or like going to jail and like all like the deep dark avenues that I could have taken in my life uh -huh. but it didn't solve the bigger picture 
Whereas everyone that will come and talk to you will assume that that's what fitness does because that's what like the projected image of fitness is, right? Yeah. Like if you it look is. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you look good, you feel good. Yes. And yep. like, unfortunately, that will last for a minute. <laughs> but like yeah. in the bigger picture of things, like it doesn't solve your issue. Like, no. And like for me, I think like I worked in it. Well, like I've been working in the fitness industry now since I was 20. 19, 20 years old. So like seven years. Okay. And like I've worked with enough people. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even going to try to count how many clients I've worked with. So yeah. I've worked face on face with clients and online clients. And the issues are always kind of the same. It's always like an esteem problem. It's always like a self image problem, not necessarily the bigger picture of like if somebody said something when they were younger that they haven't let go of yet. It's mm. always just like how they see themselves. So everyone's solution to that is abs and a nice ass. <laughs> it sounds like my solution too. <laughs> yeah. And like, I think it's like, even me, like I've worked in the industry long enough, but like in my head, the first thing I think of is I'm like, yeah, if I drop 10 pounds, I'm going to feel banging. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. And then you're like, you're still sitting there at the end of the day being like, yeah, I'm hot as fuck right now. And then you're like, why am I still so miserable? <laughs> why is not everything perfect yeah and it's like it's like that's where like the frustration comes afterwards like everything's so lined up like you might have a really good job you have like a good partner Mm -hmm. you have a great group of friends you're looking fucking hot as f and yet you still have that horrible like (laughs) feeling when you're just like my life still sucks (laughs) and it's almost worse yes you're like sitting there being like okay but everyone's telling me i'm really pretty and really hot but like i feel so and ugly yes and it's like the worst feeling yes. and like people will not empathize with that by the way oh no like, you like say oh that. yeah poor pretty girl yeah. has all those problems it yeah it's so hard yeah and you're literally sitting there going okay thank you <laughs> if i needed that voice i could have listened to my own yeah like, yeah. yeah yeah like thanks for repeating to me everything that i say to myself every day yeah and like that's like a hard realization and i feel like working in the fitness industry that's what you meet a lot of the time Like, you'll Mm. see these girls that in your head have, like, an absolute perfect body, amazing face, whatever. Like, they're, like, pristine, Mm -hmm. and they're still miserable. Yeah. And I'm like, man, there's just, like, no line. There's, like, no getting better. And, like, that's honestly the other reason I ended up leaving my, like, good life job, other than the obvious. Anyone who knows anything about good life knows that it's not a long-term career. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, it was, like, this, like, constant, like, like, depressing conversation of, like, realizing everyone I sat down with just wasn't happy. Like Mm. they could be like super well off, like have an amazing income. Like everything seemed like, you know, your own personal goal. And yet Mm -hmm. they'd still be saying the same thing that the person who was a broke student that was like sad because they were broke and not in the best shape of their life was saying. And I was like, Oh my God, is there ever an end to the hole? Like, (laughs) like, is like if, even if I like get to this point in my life, am I still going to feel the way I do? So, like, I ended up having to leave just because, like, I just, like, mentally couldn't handle it. Because I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be miserable. (laughs) I'm like, there's no way out of my own emotion. And it's, like, a really hard, like, thing to swallow because, like, you look at someone and you're like, oh, you have everything I possibly could want. Yeah. And they're still miserable. (laughs) (laughs) So, that must be mind-blowing. And frustrating. Oh, As bad as that sounds. Like, you don't want to be frustrated because everyone's entitled to their emotions. Yeah. You're frustrated. (laughs) Because you're like, you want to switch shoes? You want to switch shoes? <laughs> you want my life right now? Take it. You know. But yeah. at the same time, like you're in that position when you're like, you have to like empathize. 
Mm. And it's like, it's difficult like for a normal person to empathize with someone else's emotions, like properly. Like everyone would love to say they're really good at it, but the average person can't do it. Like it's hard. Like I can honestly say like the average person when they're talking about life issues or whatever, I have a hard time being like, I understand what you're saying because mm. I'll constantly without meaning to just compare it to like my life. Yeah. And I'm oh, like, yeah. And then like, it's really, it's so horrible. Cause you're just like, this isn't fair because I would never wish what happened to me on you in a million years. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's like that, like that little, like that first voice that comes out. That's just like, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> imagine this. <laughs> It's true though, and like, oh, and then, yeah. like the second voice is the empathetic one. That's just yes. like, I would love to be able to help you through this. Yeah. But that first one's always like really shitty. Yeah. And basically tell them to fuck off. Yes. Oh my. Yeah. I've had the same voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just kind of like, I think, oh yeah, you think princess that you've had a hard time? Let yeah. Me, let me tell you, explain to you what a hard, hard time, time is. is. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's why, like, doing a full one eighty on our conversation, I think that's why, like, I became super insular with like issues mm. because I was like the average person, like you straight up don't know how I feel. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I'm, yeah. Like, I'm like, as bad as that sounds, I don't even want to begin to waste my time and your time trying to find some sort of value in this conversation because all it's going to lead to is me being really frustrated. Mm. Cause like, then it just like makes you like defend yourself in like a weird way. And like, just like, it's like a weird, yeah. it's like a weird. And it's like funny. Cause then you hear people being like, you should be more open. Honey, <laughs> I'm like, I would love to be open in the right situation. Yes. <laughs> but it's like that self-protectiveness is like impossible. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But like you're way beyond me. Like I'm still in that whole like initiate shutdown. <laughs> <laughs> like someone's like, what's your favorite color? And I'm like, no. <laughs> you want to get to know me? I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not emotionally prepared to share with you that information. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, like, if you want, like, a, a genuine insight, I remember, this is hilarious, like, the the out, like, the um, the environment of this story. My mom and I were at a pub in England, just, just chilling. <laughs> like, purely just, like, having, like, literally a nice time together. And my mom just, like, happened to ask me, like, a question, like, this was when we were, like, really getting to know each other because I didn't get brought up by my mom. So, like, we were going through that stage of, like, so what's up? yeah (laughs) so my mom just asked me like what is it that I like to do or something and I just like in the middle of the fucking pub in the middle of the daytime took a complete emotional meltdown like I literally was freaking out in the middle and I was like I don't know (laughs) and like I literally couldn't stop crying because I was just like I hate questions like this like I hate them and my mom was just like okay (laughs) I remember like my mom's really good in those moments because like she's been through it she knows um, and I just remember her like looking at me being like, all right, Rain, I just take a breath. And I was just like, you take a breath. <laughs> and I was like <laughs> sobbing. Like it was like, I think it was like three o'clock in the afternoon. I just like freaked the fuck out. Cause I like at that point, because of everything that happened, like everything was like, I got brought up in a very controlled environment. So like, I never got to pick my own clothes or like my own haircut or like, I wasn't allowed to wear my, like I didn't do anything for myself until I was like 17, 18. Mm. So I straight up couldn't tell you like what I enjoyed doing or my favorite color or like nothing. So like all these very simple get to know you questions were like trigger questions for me. Cause I was like, ah, <laughs> who the fuck are you? <laughs> Why does it even matter? Maybe I like every color of the fucking rainbow. <laughs> Like, I was like, and it's, like, funny, because, like, I could have gone in one of two directions, which is, like, 
the direction of like the the per, like the class A person that just goes like mental and uh-huh. is like I'm just gonna do a bunch of drugs and try to get through the stage of my life or the direction I went unfortunately was just like I was just really fucking angry so like I just went into like a mass rage constantly but it was still better than drugs <laughs> so yeah, I mean you like still nailed it yeah I mean I went to jail <laughs> I didn't know that I don't know that story yeah <laughs> how did th- okay yeah. I'm sorry Okay, so we're going to start. So my mom was in England, Mm -hmm. and my mom for the longest time had, like, this genuine fear that, because, like, it was, like, hitting a point. Like, I got into, like, so many altercations. Like, it's funny because I'm such a small human, but I act like I'm fucking six foot and immortal. Yes. And, like, at times when I, like, look back on things, I was, like, I'm kind of, like, wondering if I was, like, hoping for a worse outcome because I was so fucking annoyed. Well, I mean, like, annoyed is not the right word. I was really miserable. Like, <laughs> so I was, like, I'm kind of... And, like, I also only learned, like, this past year when I had, like, therapy and everything, my, yeah. like, little assessment, that I didn't actually know the... Remember I talked to you about this when I didn't understand the full extent of what a suicidal thought was? Yes. <laughs> so I'm, like, looking back on it, I'm like, oh, that was probably one of them. <laughs> when I was like, you know what? This girl looks like she might have a knife. Let me punch her. <laughs> So anyway, my mom was, like, literally, like, openly waiting for the day that she got, like, the call that, like, it went too far and that I was, like, not okay. Basically, my mom was waiting for me to be dead is what I'm saying. Wow. Because, <laughs> like, I just wouldn't stop. Like, it was, like, stupid. I get, like, in high school I fought and then I went, like, when I was 19, I just, like, fought all the time downtown. And um, my mom just, like, was, like, this is it. Like, this is what she's going to do. And there was, like, no rationalizing with me because... I mean, as you know, when you go through any kind of trauma, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> the average person, if they tell you to, like, calm down, it's like, oh, you want me to calm down? Yeah, and seriously. You fuck your shit up, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's, like, just that thing when you're, like, you want to reinstate that you're stronger, right? Yeah. Which is my entire life. So mm-hmm. it's pretty much why I'm in the fitness industry. So, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I ended up going to jail because I got in. Well, I, I got completely... What's it called when they like wipe your record? Expunged or expulsed? 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 Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I got completely pissed. Yes, yes. Because it was kind of one of like those moments when things just go way worse. I got involved in the wrong group of people. I ended up with my friend getting caught doing something fucking so stupid. And then I went to jail. She didn't. I was not Canadian. I wasn't a permanent resident yet. Okay. And then my lovely grandmother, they, she was my legal guardian at the time. So they called her to be like, I had been arrested. And she told them that I was a flight risk because I'd ran away, ran away from home. But like you, oh my God, I guess I'm not just speaking to you, but like <laughs> for context, like I had an abusive home situation. Yeah. So of course I kept running. Yeah. I kept running away from home. Like yeah. of course I did. I was fucking fight or flight mode and I fought a flight it away. Yeah. <laughs> you flitted away. I just ran. Yes. Um but um mm-hmm. mm. thank God for water. Um <laughs> Yeah, so anyway she told them that I ran away multiple times, so then they ended up holding me in custody instead of letting me go. Like my friend got like a we we actually have like a restraining order, like an invoked restraining order, like we're not allowed to see each other. Um, wow. Anyway. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, I ended up being like handcuffed, 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 and uh, shackled, like together. Yeah, for the whole night. 
Like I was literally like I had no way out of my handcuffs and shackles. Um, it's great. I was wearing like fucking six inch stilettos, and they 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 like man, no one tells you this. They take your bra. They only let you have one shirt, and they take your shoes. And I remember being like, what? I'm wearing a cardigan. And they were like, cardigan or a blouse. And I'm like, fuck me, it's freezing in here. So I had this like ridiculously plunging neckline. Because <laughs> I was wearing like this wool cardigan with like a flower in my hair. Anyway, it was ridiculous. But um, when they took me to court the next day, like you get your clothes back, obviously. So I was wearing six inch heels and handcuffed and shackled. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. And I remember like being there and being like, fuck. And like, I almost got deported and I almost had like my mom and my dad's permanent residency declined because if I had been charged we wouldn't have been able to become permanent residents because no one's allowed a criminal record right right so I mean like that was like a massive wake-up call because I was like fuck I almost ruined like my whole family's like life here being a bit of an idiot <laughs> yeah <laughs> so anyway I was like I realized off of that like maybe I should stab a little bit <laughs> so anyway we got our permanent residency <laughs> congratulations yeah and then I became an idiot again um <laughs> Because you're safe to go again. Yeah, I'm just like, fuck yeah, deportment bitch. <laughs> but <laughs> good luck. Yeah, no, I never had any trouble after that. I mean, like, I had a lot of fighting. Um, haven't talked to that half of my family for like six, seven years. I mean, like, she calls. <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes answer if I'm feeling obligated mm. and if I'm feeling emotionally balanced enough. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Literally, it's like oh, I'm having a bad day. I probably shouldn't answer this. But yeah. um, yeah. No, it was like weird. It's like the past like four years, I just like rapidly mentally deteriorated, and I think it's because like I started, like I got into that. I had that relationship with Ali, mm-hmm. and I was like trying really hard to like let go of everything because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is never gonna work if I'm fucking psycho. Because, like, I was. Like, I used to, like, lock myself in my room. And, like, like I, th- I think I told you this when I was, like, I can't even remember if I, like, would come out to pee. <laughs> like, I would literally lock myself in my room and have a fucking nervous breakdown and, like, not come out for, like, three days. And See, like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, well, now you do. Yep, now I do. <laughs> and, like, that can still happen. Like, <laughs> like I shouldn't laugh about this. It's really not funny. Um, <laughs> this is really not funny. Okay. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. Sometimes I get, like... These, like, moments when it's, like, I just, like, there's, like, disliking yourself. And then there's just, like, you basically just really wish you were just, like, not here. And then, like, you just, like, feel like everyone is just around you because they're obligated to be. Yeah. And then you just, like, suddenly, like, it all, like, kind of falls in on you. And you're, like, I just shouldn't even fucking bother anyone. Because everyone's only my friend because they feel bad for me. And then, like, you just won't talk to anyone for a while. Like, well, for me, like, I lock myself in my room for three days and won't come out. (laughs) like it's seriously it's like super weird like I'll just like lay in bed and cry and then like if anyone comes in I get really hostile which is like the opposite reaction that you would think would be necessary in that moment I I totally get it when sometimes when when I'm at my most vulnerable I'll just be like don't look at me yeah don't don't have anything to do with me. Pretend that I'm not here because I'm pretending that you're not here paying attention to anything that I'm doing right now. It's like that unfortunate thing that's just instilled in you, like, because you had a similar situation as I did, when it's like showing weakness is just like asking for something to go wrong. Mm. 
And like, it's really crappy because that gets like instilled in you for the rest of your life when you're just kind of like, if I show weakness, you're going to do something. You're going to take advantage of this. Yeah. And and like, it's like, so, I mean, that's partially probably what like catastrophically ruined my last relationship (laughs) because it's impossible. It's like impossible. It's borderline impossible. Like Sean's a fucking saint. Oh yeah. Like it's, it's borderline impossible to talk to someone like that because like when you're looking at, because I know when I get in that headspace of just like ridiculous amounts of like self-loathing that like if someone is like no you're amazing you have so much and I'm like I need to say I need to say this (laughs) and it's like and it's funny because like you really convince yourself you're just like no you're just saying this because you're obligated to Mm -hmm. and it's like not because they might love you no or that they care about you Mm. or your well-being is important to them yeah it's literally because you're just like no this is just your human nature kicking in. Yeah, I'm a charity <laughs> case. Yeah. yeah, and then all of a sudden you're just like fucking like obsessed with it. Like you're yeah. just like I'm just a charity case who's pathetic, and you feel obligated to help me out of this. Yeah, and it's like that's probably worse than any feeling ever. Mm. And like I think like it's it's hard. It's hard dealing with someone like that. Like sometimes it's just better to just not. Mm. Like, but like people don't really get that. Like, there's nothing you can say. Yeah. Like, because realistically, I'm probably thinking about something that was said 10 years ago. And good luck trying to counter that. (laughs) I know, it's so ingrained. Yeah, and it's like, because unfortunately, it's like like that nature versus nurture thing. Like, if you were nurtured in a negative environment, you can't be talked out of that. It's amazing how it's like, even people can use logic. And you're like, I completely understand how there is, like, you're giving me such an airtight argument for why you're right and I'm wrong. And yet still, you're not going to change the way that I'm thinking about this situation or anything like this. Yeah. Like about who I am. But that's the difference between someone who went through trauma versus someone who had a bit of a hard time. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. As bad as that sounds. Like trauma is like trauma. Yeah. You can't snap that out. No, you you can't. You can't just snap out of it. It takes time. It takes a lot of patience. I'll get more into the nitty gritties with you this time. Okay, so when I got taken out of my house, I went into, as I told you last time, the Parker's house. Yes. And I remember Jen, so Jennifer Parker, it was Mm -hmm. the woman that, like, looked after me. Yeah. And Well, like, her and her husband, David. Yes. But I remember she would, like, do this to a bag. (laughs) Just flip it? Flick it, like flick it, like to open it up. To open it up, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know open when you have, like, you know when you keep your grocery bags for garbage. Yes. Okay. So you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, she did that it. near me. I'd flinch really badly. Oh. And like, if she like moved a broom, I'd flinch really badly. Oh. And I remember she was like so good. She like wouldn't even acknowledge the fact that I was like fucking tripping out in the corner, <laughs> being like, ah, <laughs> you're gonna beat me. <laughs> she like would just like not acknowledge it at all. And then I remember one day. To be honest with you, Ruth, I don't remember what happened. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm pretty sure I must have just had a little bit of a break. Yeah. But, like, at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning, I just, like, cried. Like, I remember being in the kitchen. I smoked a fucking lot of weed in grade 12. So maybe that was it. Maybe I just, like, stopped smoking for a day. And I was like, oh, my God, my life. <laughs> I cannot no longer numb what's happened. Um. So, anyway, I remember being, like, on the floor in her kitchen. And, like, she just didn't say anything. She just, like, hugged me and told me that, like, one day it's all going to be okay. She's like, it's not going to be okay today, and it's probably not going to be okay tomorrow, but one day it will be okay. And I just, like, remember being like, you know what, that's, like, the only thing I needed to hear. Because I, like, because if anyone, whenever they're like, it's okay, you know, like, you're fine. And when you're in that headspace, you're like, I'm not fine, actually. 
And like that, like, it's almost like those moments almost make you want to like hurt more because you're just like, no, you really need to understand. Like, I'm not okay. Yes. And yeah. Like, it's so like you I'm, obviously don't understand what's really going on here. Yeah. And like you literally hurt in ways that you didn't think was possible. Yeah. And I remember like sitting there, like looking at her and like fucking crying. And and I'm not a crier. No. <laughs> no, I'm like, I am just for the fucking record. I am a stone cold bitch. <laughs> so if I say I'm crying, I'm fucking crying. <laughs> but yeah, no, I remember like thinking like she's right. Like, I'm not going to be okay, and I'm probably not going to be okay for a while, but, like, hopefully one day I'm going to wake up and remember this as a memory mm. instead of, like, what defines me. I definitely yeah. haven't hit that point yet. <laughs> Someday. I mean, like, I think I made a lot of progress in the past couple of years because of fitness. Because, mm. like, as you know, like, I powerlifted for a while. Yeah. And it's, like, I feel like the average person that gets into powerlifting, probably not normal. <laughs> I think it's like for me I just did it because like I felt at the time when I first started doing it I just felt like so incredibly weak as a person and as like an individual yeah. and like just useless and like I had a gr- it's so shitty because like I had such a great group of friends and like because of my issues I've like fucking wrecked those friendships like we're not we're like we're friends <laughs> with quote, yeah, with the sh- <laughs> shaky hand. With the shaky hand. Kinda, yeah, yeah, because like we'll always be like good together, but like I ruined the friendship because like I just couldn't fathom mm. relationships of any kind. Mm. And it's like shitty because like the specific one I'm talking about, we were friends for like 14, 15 years, and I just became garbage. Mm. You know what? Like, it's like a hard thing to rationalize when you realize you're the one that fucked up. Like yeah. she did nothing wrong, this person, but I just like I just I hit this point. Like my per like my relationship with like like I said with Ali just like got really sour, and I don't think I expected it to go so sour. And then I just kind of projected it on everything around me because I was like, I tried to put on this like facade for my relationship that I was like fine and I'm strong, and mm-hmm. I wanted a great life, <laughs> and mm-hmm. that like you know what I mean. And yeah. then like, you can't lie about that. <laughs> Those are things that you can't fucking fake. Yeah. Like, so anyway, I did. And it just, like, backfired immensely. I ended up getting really hurt. I hurt, like, everyone around me. And then, unfortunately, like, I did. I lost a lot of good friends because I wasn't able to, like, clearly think rationally. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's shitty. And I feel like people don't realize sometimes, like, the extent of, like, if you're not, like, looking after your mental health and your physical health, how badly... You can ruin things around you yeah. until it's basically too late when yeah. you're like, it's a hindsight thing when you're like sitting there a couple years later and you're like, fuck me, I should have just said sorry. Yeah. You know? Yes. <laughs> like, it's like literally, it was like a, it was like a two minute thing. If I had just said sorry, we wouldn't be in this situation. But because I'm a little hard ass, <laughs> that's like, fuck you. You don't even understand me anyway. <laughs> because of that ego talking, you just like lost everything in a blink. Yeah. And that's, like, a hard thing. And that's, mm. yeah, that's just completely down to you think everyone's going to leave anyway. Yes. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. Yeah, which is sad. And it's, like, I tell myself every day that that's, like, not a fact. Yes. Oh, my gosh. There's so many relationships even now that I'm, like, okay, I have to give myself a pep talk and be, like, no, 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 no. Like, ignore those little voices that are telling you all the reasons why this isn't going to work. Go back to the facts and what I know to be true about this relationship. It's a healthy relationship. They don't want to leave me. They've told me that they're in this for the long run, like, that they love me, that they care about me. Like, and it's, but it takes so much work 
Yeah, just... and then, the, like, because of the amount of work, it becomes exhausting. So then you always don't want to invest in it anymore because you're so tired. <laughs> you're just so tired. You're like, fuck me, man. Is this even worth it? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, like, and it's, like, shitty because, like, people are worth it. Yes. But, like, rational you is saying that. Yes, but the tired, irrational, like, no, I understand. it's not irrational. Like, the tired, hurt one. The tired, yeah, you're right. It's not, it's just, it's the tired, hurt one. And the one that wants to go back to what the comfort that, is an unhealthy comfort, mm-hmm. but it's it's comfortable because you know it. Yeah, 100% makes sense. Yeah. Like, my comfort is being alone. Yeah. And I don't even like to be alone. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, this is what's meant to be. Like, yes. as weird as it sounds, I've, like, had this issue for the longest time of, like, telling myself that, like, I'm better alone anyway. And then, like, you, like, sit there and you're like, no, I'm not. I'm lonely and I want to cuddle. <laughs> I just need a good cuddle. Yeah, but then it's like the moment that like something becomes too real. You have that like moment of like, fuck you, man. You don't even know me. Yes. (laughs) And then whose fault is that? Whose fault is it that the other person doesn't know you? Probably not theirs. (laughs) But like I do at the same time empathize with like people that have that thought process, not just myself. I don't empathize with myself. (laughs) You know what, Rain? I totally understand. (laughs) (laughs) But no, like I do know that like my last relationship, I used to sit there and I'm like, And I would try really hard because I was like, okay, I need to like take a minute and like really explain to you how I'm feeling. And then I would like look and I'd be like, you're really not getting it, eh? (laughs) And I'm like, it's tough. And I remember I wouldn't say it. I'd be like, and like he would like tell me something back and I'd be like, no. (laughs) I'm like, that's probably like not what I wanted to hear. And I'm like, I totally get it because like you're telling me what I tell myself. Like, could you, like, not have, like, expanded or, like, broadened the horizon of, like, a surprise answer for me? Mm. And, like, I don't like textbook answers. Mm. No, me neither. Like, just tell me that you're going to be there or, like, hug me. Yeah. Or just, like, take me outside for a walk. Yeah. Just do anything but tell me something rational. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell me the, air quote, right thing. Yeah, because we all know it. We're not fucking stupid. Yeah, like, I have told myself that a million times before you... I think before I think you even thought that yeah. I've already yeah, been it's telling like those myself moments that when you're like as dramatic as it sounds like you're literally just like holding your head and you're like come on just like get it in there just like get the thought in your head and like let it stick and like move on yeah and then you're like well and then no. like you talk to someone and they're like here's the obvious answer <laughs> and you're like it's like you're like really need, like you think I just spent four days trying to tell me myself that <laughs> before I hit this point really yeah, you yeah. I'm sitting like, here crying for just for the fuck of it. Yeah, I know. That's and then it's insulting because it's like, yeah, you think I'm that dumb, really? Are we really good friends? Because <laughs> yeah, you like, obviously don't think that yeah. you don't know me. Yeah, and like that's like that's the difference between like, unfortunately, like when someone talks about okay, being depressed and having depression. Like yeah. that's the big, big, big difference. Because someone you anyone can be depressed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyone. Anyone and everyone has has experienced it. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the clinical depression side of things. Good luck. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, like, really interesting when, like, you talk to people and they try to rationalize with you with how they felt before. And I'm like, honey. (laughs) I'm like, I told myself for 10 years that I didn't feel like you. (laughs) Because I didn't want to. (laughs) And I'm like, so if you want to just fucking dig my grave and put me in it keep, keep talking <laughs> yeah yeah that'd be great just keep keep going I'll be over here yeah. yeah and it's like it's difficult and I think that's why like relationships don't work 
Because, mm. like, you're just constantly sitting there being like, oh, my God, like, you just don't get it. Because, like, for my age group especially, everyone's depressed and everyone has anxiety. So everyone understands you. <laughs> everyone understands you in the way that they don't understand you. But it's, like, hilarious because what I find the best part is the only people who have ever asked me any questions mm. ever have been, like, you... Ali did, to be honest with you. He tried. <laughs> so okay. you, Sean, kind of does sometimes. Yeah. And Ali, but, like, the average person doesn't even question the bigger picture. Mm. It's just, like, if someone tells you, oh, in the past year I was, like, diagnosed with clinical depression, oh, that must suck. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you know, it fucking does. <laughs> Tell me about it, bro. Like, <laughs> I think it's, like, the definition of sucking. Yeah. <laughs> Like, no yeah. one will be like, so, like, do you have any idea why? Because <laughs> I'm like, you know, I have a thousand reasons why this might have reached this point. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm like, looking back on things, I could probably come up with a couple of instances yeah. that might have led me to this. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the average person, it's, like, hilarious because their first reaction is to tell you how they can relate to your pain. And I'm like, well, I'm going to just throw this out there. You don't really know what mine is. So I'm going to say you can't relate right to it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, bullying. Yeah, I had that too. <laughs> Let me empathize with you now and tell you it's going to be okay. Like, <laughs> so, like, I think that's, like, kind of the shitty part. It's, like, there's a, it's, it's, like, it's making steps. Like, life is making steps right now that, like, people are trying to have more conversations. Mm. But those conversations are becoming very impersonal. When it's, like, oh, Ruth, you're diagnosed with clinical depression. Let me tell you about my story. <laughs> and it's, like sick <laughs> let yeah. me hear about your issues yeah let me help you with those because clearly i'm the best person to do it yeah <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like the average person's reaction it's it's funny it is funny how that happens like i find myself having to remind myself like oh yeah i'm not qualified <laughs> yeah tell me about it like, i'm like like i'm you, the last yeah i'm the last I'm like below you. I'm like negative one below you. I'm the one fighting people in bars, being like, "Fuck your mother." <laughs> you think I should be giving life advice? Probs not. Like, I clearly have some deep rooted issues that are clearly not resolved. Like, yeah. I remember this makes me think of a conversation I was having with a couple of friends, like back in October, where it was like I just kept being asked questions about parenting, and I just. Kept I just kept saying, I'm not qualified to answer this question, which is funny because like I've been a parent for nine years, but still, but still, I'm just like, I'm not, no, I'm not like everyone's experience is different. I am not qualified to answer this question. I don't even really think many, like, I think in our day and age, it's hard to even accept advice anyway with anything like this. Mm. Because I know that when like people give me advice well I mean like 90% of people I meet have no idea I have anything wrong with me in the first place you I'm don't like, exhibit that yeah I know yeah I'm like hardcore like not <laughs> I'm just like hello I'm the funniest bitch you'll meet on the street yeah no issues <laughs> so funny I'm You're, sorry like, I, I'm one plus one normal <laughs> in the meantime I'm like sickle cell anemia 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 sickle cell anemia sickle cell anemia heart issues what else 
anxiety, fuck, whatever. <laughs> Depression. <laughs> what else has happened? Like, fuck my life, man. I'm like the walking trademark of someone who probably needs some stem cells. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can but anyone who meets me, I'm like, hello. Like, you, yeah, anyone that meets you is like, hey, if I were to hang out with her for a day, I'd probably have more of life figured out. <laughs> In the meantime, I'm internalizing everything. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't even know my name. <laughs> oh my god I have two names two birthdays who the fuck am I two birthdays yeah what how did that happen oh you don't know this I don't know about this oh this is a great fucking topic for this so my dad yeah we know we, know we never met him I never we never met him we never we met him we never met him well, it, that is true yeah we have not we have not um, so anyway I guess he I mean typical even like I would do this probably to be honest anyway whatever he I I was born <laughs> You were born. Okay. I was born into this world. Yeah. Uh, by my mother. <laughs> and uh, my father. Yes. Did, just did not register me. So unlike Canada, it's not automatic. So I was born in a tiny island, remember? Yes, you know? yeah. So I was born in the Canary Islands, for reference here. Yeah. Um, Tenerife. <laughs> I was a Tenerife baby. If anyone listening knows what that means. I don't know. God help means. my mother. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, um, I was I, I was basically a Vegas child. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, basically he didn't register me until it became a point that he would have had to have paid a fine to register me at my actual birth date. This what? is such a fucking Raina move. This is such a Jew move. Like it's like literally so like I'm sorry I have to pay. January thirtieth is her birthday. I have no idea what you're talking about. She was born on January thirtieth. I'm born on January seventh. <laughs> No so, way. Yeah, so probably when I hit 50, I'll start using January 30th, so I get like an extra month. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm still 50. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the heart, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, January 30th, but actually I was born on January 7th, but legally I don't have my birthday until the 30th because my daddy <laughs> didn't want to fucking pay. So now I have two names also. So my name in England because my grandmother didn't want to associate with the Khan side of life because she went through a rough divorce. So she registered me as Raina Thomas, which is her maiden name. I So in, for, until I was like 10, I don't exist because Raina Thomas is not a real person. What? I'm Irina Jorge Khan. <laughs> Raina Thomas is no one. So getting my school records from England was like impossible. My school, my doctor and everything was Raina Thomas. It's fine. It all got figured out. I'd actually existed. Well, that's good. I am a real human. <laughs> I'm not just sitting here hallucinating. <laughs> I'm not sitting here with a computer program, am I? No. But yeah, no, she registered me for 10 years under Ryan and Thomas, January 7th. So legally, I was no one until I was 10 years old. Deuces. <laughs> I realize when we're on a podcast, I'm like, oh, shit, I need to tell people what I'm doing. What are you doing, yeah. Yeah, but no, um, that's great. That just tells you the mental state of my family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, she exists. Raina Thomas. Yeah. Fuck yeah, January 7th. <laughs> it's like everyone was permanently hammered. They were like, this won't affect her in 20 years. <laughs> Fuck it. That's fine. Yeah, right? It's permanent residency time and I don't fucking exist. <laughs> And I'm like, I swear to God, I lived a life. Like, can, you, can you imagine if oh they gosh. made me repeat my elementary years? Oh, uh, one plus one. <laughs> I would have been like, God damn it, my life is horrible. <laughs> and the worst thing is, you know, if they made me do like a test, like a fucking, 
a test to just say that I know everything, I probably would fail. Like if they made me do like fucking division and stuff, I probably wouldn't do well. Like I'd probably be like, oh shit. I don't even know. (laughs) I don't know if I'd pass elementary school right now. With some of the well, stuff. Well, that's a show, that, right? Uh, are you sh- sh- oh, smarter are you sh- than it? Are you smarter? Are you smarter? <laughs> are you smarter, smarter than a fresh grader? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy? Who's that James Bond? Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Hello, Picard. Oh, Picard has woken up. He's walking across the table. These going boots are made for walking. <laughs> that's just what they do. <laughs> He's going over to Raina. He's kind like, of, hey, he's a little hammered. <laughs> he's like, oh, oh. <laughs> he's still got the puppy wobbles. Love me, love me, love me, sex machine, huh? <laughs> And that's on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh he's so sweet. I love you. But yeah, I think it's like one of those situations when like time is pretty much the only thing in the long run that will heal things. Mm. Time and knowledge. And knowledge only comes with time. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) It is amazing how you get a little bit further in your life, you have a few more experiences, and then suddenly those experiences that you had five years ago become something. Like, they go into focus. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I understand that. Yeah, I think for me... um, that's the grin. I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this requires speaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think, okay, so realistically, I love when I do the fluff talk. God damn. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, realistically and logically speaking, clouds are pink. Um, <laughs> so for me, for instance. Yep. <laughs> long pause. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, stall so, a little bit more. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm like, there's a feather in my throat. Um, so yeah, uh, what was it? What I was gonna say. So for me, mm-hmm. yes, for you. God damn it, Louis. Sorry. Um, <laughs> my situation. Mm-hmm. God damn it, my abuse. My abuse. My abuse started. Yes. <laughs> when, <laughs> uh, yeah, so my abuse started when I was around like eight. Mm. Like eight, nine years old. And I can categorically say, like I find it interesting whenever I speak to people who have like claim abusive situations. Mm. And I'm just like, okay. One of us here is just not okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it might be me. Um, <laughs> so I know that for me, it's almost like a tiny bit of like Stockholm syndrome because mm. it's almost like you can like empathize with them a little bit. Yeah. Like you can actually kind of under, it's like really not okay, but yeah, like no. you can understand them. Yeah. So like you, you can, can understand what brought like, them to where they are. Yeah. You're like, I get it. Like, I'm really sad that you chose me <laughs> <laughs> and like, it really sucks. Cause like now I have to deal with this for a long time. Yes. But I get it. Yeah. And it's like, if you tell that to anybody else, people are like, Hmm. Mm. They're like, no, I don't think, no, 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 you're just, like, I think the best is when people are like, no, you're just trying to, like, what is it? Trying to, like, rationalize what happened to you or something. And I'm like, no, I can just see it. Like, they were fucked. Yeah. So I'm just like, I get it. Like, I was small and helpless. I was a child. Like, what was I going to do? Yeah. If you tried to do it to me now, I'd break your fucking nose. But, like... (laughs) 
But at the time, like I was like useless. Mm. So like, yeah, I just remember being kind of in that situation when like my mom was in England. I was like alone here. I didn't have siblings. Mm. So like didn't have anyone to like bounce back on. And then I wasn't allowed like friends. <laughs> like I had school friends, but like no one came to my house or anything. Yeah. So like I just like it was like a very isolated situation when like everything was very controlled mm-hmm. and like manipulated in mm-hmm. a way that like made sure that like. I was never going to say anything. So from like eight until like 16, I just like was in this like constant, not great situation. Yes. And then I remember I punched them in the face. You punched who in the face? The, <laughs> the I like how you, you're like them. <laughs> them? Them. You yeah. punched them in the face? They cornered, I remember they, I cor- they cornered me uh, in between the fridge and the wall because like our fridge was like here and then there was a wall. And they caught, because I was, like, running away. And it was fucking, it's like the horror movies. Like, I just ran to a corner. Like, okay, logic <laughs> speaking, why do you run to a fucking corner? You can't get out of a corner. So, anyway, I got pinned in a corner. And I just, like, decked them right in the face. And I remember being like, oh, no, what have I done? And then, like, they obviously were just like, what the fuck? Like, this has never happened before. So I had, like, a moment of, like, I can get away, which ties into that story that I mentioned last time about, like, how I ran out the street to my friend's house with no shoes on. Right. Because I had that moment of, like, I can get away. Yeah. And, like, that fight or flight mode. Yeah. So, so you fought and flew. Yeah. I did both. It was a combo <laughs> platter. Both. I was like, fuck, boof, oh, shit. <laughs> so many thoughts at once. But, yeah, I think that became, like, my trademark life. <laughs> like after that moment that was just what I did all the time I was like I'll punch first ask questions later <laughs> but it's like it is unfortunate like I think in the past two years like with the help of like fuck man I've had like such a solid support like I mean like obviously there's been some shitty people that have come into my life in the past few years yes but for the most part solid solid people that have mm. like dragged me <laughs> dragged me through I won't say walked me through because I do not get walked through. <laughs> I'm like, get the fuck out of me, you bitch. <laughs> Let me be mentally unhealthy. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think like at the end of the day, like when it comes to anyone that's been through like trauma, self-harm, like self-hate, like you're not, like there's just no way you can fix it alone. No. Like you can think you really can and like you can go to therapist, medicate, whatever. We've all been down that road. We're still all going down that road, I shouldn't yeah. say that. But at the end of the day, like, it's the people who you surround yourself with. Mm. And, like, I've been really fucking lucky. Like, I say that all the time. Like, it's, like, it's almost, like, it's, like, probably one of the only things, like, invokes emotion in my heart. <laughs> like, seriously, like, it, like, instantly, like, I can feel them right here. Like, mm. I'm, like, so lucky. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know if it's, like, karma for me or something. Mm. But I've been, like, incredibly lucky. Like, I don't know if there's a word beyond lucky. I don't know if it exists, and I have a great diction, so... Okay, yeah, so like, we can probably rest... 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 Lucky is the word. <laughs> like, blessed, lucky, like, fucking... What's it called? What's it called when... Oh, entitled. No, not entitled. There's another word that's like... Anyway, whatever. Like, I don't know what I did, but, like, incredibly lucky. Because, mm-hmm. like, I see people that have been through similar things that I have that are just, like, alone now mm. and going down. So, or they're they're with the wrong group that are taking them down, like, paths that they just don't deserve to go down. Yeah. And, like, I just never had that. Like, I've just been really lucky with, like, who decided to fucking put up with me. 
<laughs> I feel the same way. Yeah. And yeah. I like it like it's like honestly the only conversation that always always like triggers a lot of emotion for me. Because mm. I'm just like, man, I feel like so genuinely like dead in like indebted to people mm. that like you wanted to take the time to just like love me. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you're just sitting there and you're like, fuck man, like like you and Sean are those people for me that I just like sometimes uh. sit there and I'm like Thanks guys. <laughs> I'm like, I really love you too. Like and it's oh. like it's like, oh no, they're here. <laughs> I'm like, they're right here, guys. Look at tears. But no, it's like it's actually true. Cause I'm just like, I know that I could have gone down like so many bad avenues, especially in the past like couple of years with like everything that happened. And I've just been like very lucky. Mm. Very, very lucky. So yeah, I think that's like probably why I don't feel the need to like talk to everyone about my life. Because I know that I have, like, a select group that's just, like, fucking there. Yeah. That when I feel the need to be like, you know, this happened when I was 10. <laughs> They're like, wow, Raina. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it, but I'm good. <laughs> I just needed to tell you. That's all. Yeah. You're a person that I can hear these stories, but you're not a person that I'd be, like, worried about. <laughs> like, you yeah. know? I'm just yeah. kind of like, okay, yeah, she's got that. She's sorting through it. That's cool. She's got it under control. Yeah, I think it's, like... Honestly, as cliche as it sounds, it's like support and fucking fitness. As weird as it sounds, it's like fitness is control, right? Yeah. And like I just need constant control. Like if I feel like, for instance, everything that happened in the past like month, that was like, I don't even know how I, I, I genuinely have no idea how I stayed okay. Because <laughs> that was like beyond out of control. Oh, that was. Oh, my goodness. That yeah. usually normal Raina would have responded so differently. So I'm like, wow, I must really appreciate my friends. Because <laughs> I'm like, I was just like, this is fine. <laughs> I get to hang out with Ruth, Shaw and their kids. Yeah. <laughs> this is all okay. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> and it's amazing that you managed to like in the middle of the chaos, still be so kind hearted that you won over the love of every single one of my children. <laughs> oh, I love them. I love them so much. I think my, this is going to sound super cliche, but like my, my biggest goal has like, everyone always thinks it's like, I'm like a little like fine, like fucking like finance pit bull. Like I'm like, I must make money and I must crush. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I think I just like genuinely have like this awkward, like thirst constantly that like, I just really want to feel love. Mm. like not feel loved duh (laughs) not not, feel loved but just feel love like I love sitting in a room where there's like so much love do you know what I mean like it doesn't even have to be directed at me I just like want to feel it in the room Uh. and like I think that like I said like comes back to like my upbringing yeah that like I thirst for a lot a home and a lot of love like you could just love your fucking dog in front of me and I'm like god damn it my heart right now (laughs) do you know what I mean though yeah like you just want to feel that like Yes, you want to feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Owen. <laughs> man, Owen's love, man. I he only, loves big. I, he loves hard. <laughs> like, I'm like, literally when Owen hugs me, I'm like. <laughs> and then Jackson comes, I'm like, oh, God damn. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to cry even from this. Like, it's like funny. Like, I don't know. I think it's great, though. It's just like, you got to work through it. Mm. Like that whole intolerance towards affection. <laughs> People yeah. hug you like, oh my god. <laughs> I can't handle this. Yeah, you're like now. Squidward from Spongebob. <laughs> when you're like, no, stop. Don't touch me. Back the fuck up. And then it's funny because people will be like, it's because you're British. And I'm like, 
I do think everyone in England is a cold hearted cunt, but okay. (laughs) I'm so sorry. That was so rude. I feel like that was a bad swear to use. (laughs) You're English. It's okay. It's not as bad of a word for you. I was like, oh my God, people are going to hate that. (laughs) It's not, it's, it's not everybody to put this in context from England, not as bad of a word. (laughs) It's so true. It's yeah. It's so true. It is so true. But I feel like at this point, every your dog is like hyperventilating in my ear. You need to just get comfortable. Yeah, there we go. I think yeah. I got him. The little peanut. <laughs> he's so snuggled in right now. I, know, I love it. I'm like, yes. He's so cute. Love me. Yeah. And he's just like, I will love you. I will love you. I'll love you so hard. <laughs> I think, like I said, though, like at the end of the day, the only thing that's ever going to help is like your support. If your mm. support's there, you're good. Like if yeah. I got through the past month, I'm fucking set. <laughs> Homeless. Good to Friendless. Go. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Not friendless. Not friendless. Not friendless. I, I had my OGs. I had my gangsters. <laughs> I had my crew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. It's, 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 like a, it's like a learning curve. Everything that happens is for a reason, right? I, I, I believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe that everything can just, I believe that everything is so interwoven that it's beyond our understanding. Yeah. And that it's just like, it just makes sense to a higher being. Yeah. It will, and it will works out. in the end. Yeah. Like you'll read your book and you'll be like, okay. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Even though, you know, for like probably 50 years, your heart hurts. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Right. Yeah, seriously. I was talking with a good friend today and I was telling him that I, okay, you know what? I'm going to do a shout out. Oh, I love shout outs. Oh my goodness. Shout out to Jeff and Carolyn Fifield. Oh, that's a sick name. Right? Fifield. Fifield. I'm here to conquer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then you know what? They are here to conquer. There you go. And they've conquered my heart. <laughs> they have. I, I love them and their family so unconditionally. Yeah. Like they're yeah. They they're they have permanent permanent spots in my heart. Yeah. And so um I used to work with Jeff. I worked with him for two years and we became good friends because we, we had, our desks were beside each other. Oh that's so cute. Yeah. So, um, and Dwight and Jim, yes, except for we didn't pull pranks on each other. We pulled pranks on Jerry, (laughs) our other workmate who I'm also really good friends with. But, um, I was having a conversation with Jeff because he's also, so he works in my church and is just, he and, and Carolyn are like two, just like two of the best people that, that I know. And I was having a conversation with Jeff and I was saying that at this point, just with the things that have been going on recently, I like feel comfortably hopeless. I get that. Yeah. And so it's kind of like. Probably with me the past month. (laughs) Like just sitting there. Well, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay though, you know. But it's all right. Yeah. I like, I don't see how I'm going to really get out of this situation, (laughs) but it's fine. The business, (laughs) fuck. (laughs) People like you must be really pumped to have a business. Oh yeah, <laughs> pumped is a is definitely a word for it. It's a word is is one of the words when you need to pump someone's stomach. 
<laughs> you have no idea how many times this has happened to me in the past month. Like, people will meet me for the first time. They're like, what do you do? I'm like, well, <laughs> I do own a yoga and fitness studio. They're like, wow, you must be pumped. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So pumped. So excited. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have imagined anything else happening in my life at this time. <laughs> Definitely one of the best opportunities ever. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> in the meantime, I'm sitting in a corner hyperventilating. <laughs> Being like, fuck me, the marketing's useless. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, help. (laughs) It's true. It's fine. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's so funny. Life. Am I right? (laughs) Life, am I right? Takes a big swig of beer. (laughs) Like, life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I do need need a large jug of beer beside me to be like. I'm all right. What? <laughs> like, it's the pain. <laughs> Let me take my glass. <laughs> oh, yeah, life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like it's like, I, I think I wouldn't, to be honest with you, I, like, think about this all the time. I'm sure you can relate. I don't think I would change anything that ever happened. No. As fucking weird as that sounds. Yeah, It sounds, like, slightly twisted because I'm just, like, but then I swear to you, I look at people who had like PG thirteen life, and I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? No. I'm I like, know. I'm like, I can really handle my shit. Yeah. I you like look at them and you're like, you just don't understand certain things because you're too cute. <laughs> and I like look at myself. I'm like, fuck, you're hard. You are so fucking hard, and it's awesome. It is so I'm amazing. Like, Go tell someone to fuck themselves <laughs> and mean it. And be right in saying so. Yeah, it's like a weird thing. It gives you like, for me personally, everything that has happened for me, um, like, okay, I can get this in a nutshell. And I mean, I might as well say it out loud. Mm. So, and then it will make you really satisfied, I know. I, I will be so satisfied. Like, just I say can't it. wait. Just say it. <laughs> so, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, so. so Let me so. wrap this to you. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm not going to do that. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? so okay so from obviously just like genuine physical abuse like Mm. I had the shit kicked out of me for like many many years Mm. and then obviously sexual abuse Mm -hmm. um I wouldn't change it because like now it's just like there's just I just I mean I wish I had looked at myself differently before now like Mm. if I could have just been like a little easier on myself sooner I think that's probably the only thing I would have changed. Yeah. That's the only thing, though. Okay. Like, I would, have, I would have gone through everything again, as bad as that sounds and as weird as that sounds, because it just, like, made me who I am, mm. like, hard. And that sounds so cliche. And, like, when some people say it, I'm like, you do not mean that. <laughs> but, like, I have a fucking rockin' personality. You do. And I'm like, I work really hard. Yeah. I really value the people who are in my life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I didn't have my history that might not be the case like not to the extent that it is Mm. you know what I mean yeah however my thing is I just wish that like I could have treated myself a little bit better Mm. I've been like a little bit nicer to myself yeah a little bit more gracious with yourself yeah because like unfortunately everyone's always telling I'm sure you go through this too like how much you deserve and like what you should value in your life and you're like and, yeah. you, and you know it you're like I do deserve this yeah but you just don't believe it yeah so I wish like it just had happened a little bit sooner because mm. I mean I'm still definitely going 
when I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> but like, I definitely wish like if there was one thing I could change, it would have just been like how I see myself. Cause like, it's one of those like cliche, like typical conversations when you're like, not the things that happen to you. Mm. Yes. Yeah. It was like, as soon as I said that, I was like, yeah, that's a great way of putting it, Ryan. Good job. <laughs> that was not what defines you. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's like, yeah. It's like the unfortunate thing, though, because you can say it as many times as you like. Hopefully one day you wake up and believe it. I know. It's funny how, like, it's just, it takes so long for your head to know something before, like, you know that same thing. I wouldn't necessarily say it's your head. It's just your fucking heart. Yeah. Your heart's just heavier than everything in your body all the time. Yeah. And eventually it's got to lighten up, right? Because, like, mentally I can lighten up. Oh, fuck yeah. Give me a couple shots and I'm tearing up the town. (laughs) But... In my heart, I'm still really heavy. Yeah. And, like, it's, like, funny because, like, depending, like, I, when I ended up in the fucking hospital with chest issues, it was, like, the day I realized that that can physically happen, too. It's, like, like, I was, like, damn, it's not just a feeling. Like, my heart's actually giving out here. (laughs) I was, like, shit, man, stop. Don't feel so much. (laughs) Don't feel so much. Yeah. And, like, physical heart. Yeah. I was, like, I remember sitting there the day in the hospital being, like, in fuck. Well, I mean, like, I didn't sit in the hospital. I don't know. Like, like an ambulance came and got me because, like, they literally thought I was having a heart attack. Mm. And I was, like. My heart's in this much pain? Like, bitch, why? Like, I thought I was mentally over this shit. Heart, stop. Like, like, literally, it's like, fuck, like, your body will, like, tell you before your head ever will. Yes. Like, your head's just like, yeah, bitch, you fine. You fucking beautiful. Yeah. Boys love you, bitch. <laughs> so do girls. <laughs> why are you worried? And you're like, yeah, why am I worried? Meanwhile, your heart's like, fuck you. <laughs> Let me remind you why you're worried, bitch. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> like you're sitting in a corner holding your chest, being like, "Mother of God, I'm dying." <laughs> like, like I remember when it happened. I was like sitting there, I'm like, "This is it. <laughs> this yeah. is my time. The end is coming. The end it's is here." here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, "The walls are down, and I'm dying." <laughs> Should have dealt with my issues. <laughs> I love how I laugh about this when it's really just not funny. Yeah, I know, not funny at no, all. No, I'm just like I basically mm-hmm. had a heart attack and had a heart issue for over a year, but L O capital L. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have a bath with the door closed, but that's fine. But that's fine. And not only fine, but hilarious. Yeah, I laugh at things that are just not funny. Yeah, we've spent most all of this podcast laughing. laughing. I do this every time. Yeah, about things that are not funny. But I talk. <laughs> but I told you more things. Oh my gosh. No, you this just is got, fantastic. You gotta let me laugh through the pain roof. Oh, that's what I do. I get it. <laughs> I get it. You're like totally, man, Joker. Right? Let me tell you about health. Yeah, let me let me tell you. <laughs> so, oh, that's Picard. Picard. What is happening right now? I think Picard. he wants flu. Oh, he wants flu, and maybe he has to go to the bathroom. Maybe that's him saying, "I have to pee." I love you. Mm-hmm. He's such a little sweetie. He's making out with me. Yeah, he's giving you real good kisses. He really gets into it. He's just like, yeah. He's like, let me love you, love you. <laughs> let, me, will, let me love you. Let me, let me love you. I will show you what love looks like. Oh, is he coming to see you? Is he going to come see me? He's no. on the table. He's sniffing around. He's on the computer, near the computer. Imagine passing. if he peed on the computer. Oh, for goodness sake. I would literally lose my life. <laughs> I would just end right here. Yeah. Oh, and. And there we go. And he sat by my, my mic. 
and is sniffing the bass. No, he's licking it actually. Oh, well, there we go. He's like, I love you, Mike. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, he's going to do a podcast with me next. Oh, oh and now he's down for the up. count. Yeah, he's done. Oh, Picard, you're so sweet. All right, that's a wrap. Okay. Raina. Ruth. I love having you on here. I love you. I love you. Mm. My little tiny heart goes big to that. Actually, I have a huge heart. You do. Towards some people. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you're in my circle, it's basically super glue. Good luck getting out of (laughs) it. It's like a Venus (laughs) flytrap. I'm going to get one of those. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, What? I don't know. I just always like picture putting my finger in it and it just biting me and me being scared. Hmm. I'm going to try that. If I ever get one, I will put my finger in it. I'll let you know if it hurts. I don't think it does. It has sweet juice inside it. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Don't come close. close. Too close. (laughs) Oh, fuck. And on that note... Do you do any more questions anymore? No, I don't have a question. I haven't come up with a question for the second podcast. I only have the question that I ask in the first podcast, which is, what does it look to you to be mentally healthy? (laughs) Let's come up with one. So, Raina. You already have one? No, I'm going to hope that I start talking and something will come to me. I'll start talking then. So now we're looking back on the more information that you've shared with us Mm -hmm. and the information that you've shared with us in the first podcast. Mm -hmm. Is there some advice that you give yourself right now for the first podcast? For the first podcast? Yeah. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I feel like I'm the worst person to ask that because so much has changed since the first podcast. Like, my love, my my love. My laugh fell apart. Feel <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what pleasure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh my god, I brought this all the way. Um, first podcast. Where was I? Kodak sweater in your closet. Yes. Half telling you stories. <laughs> yes. Um, advice. I feel like probably. I mean, for the obvious, the obvious truth would just be like to trust you. Oh, thanks. I think that's about it. I like that. <laughs> I was going to say, I, as, I don't need, need to really elaborate on that. Like, just trust you. Because you turned out to be a pretty fucking gem, Ruth. <laughs> Raina. <laughs> Raina, what? You just, you just, ah, oh, I feel it. <laughs> yeah, both of us. No, tears go away. <laughs> I'm like stretching my eyes. Down. No, but it's true. I think that would be the one thing. And like, I mean, that would be the same thing that I would say to anyone that's coming on as a first time too. Like, you're like the least judgmental, most open person I think I've ever met. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. oh no, emotion. Emotion. They're right there. They uh-huh. might go. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, fuck off, Ruth. This is my go away to your space. <laughs> but it's true. Like, I mean, like, not in a cliche way, but I definitely admire you in more ways than one. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, genuinely. Genuinely. I love you. Love you, too. Thank you. I'm glad I met you in your closet. Oh, 
<laughs> me too. <laughs> well, I met you the first time not on your closet. Right. Halifax In Social your... Network. No, no. I met no. you. I met you when I came to your house with <gasps> to like my house. Adam yeah, and like Carter right. and yeah, Russ. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you were like really enjoying life that night. Yeah. So was Sean. I like Emily and I came late. Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. And then like I met you properly at Halifax Social Network at That's Propeller. Right. Right, yeah, yeah. And Sean was literally like, she's there. (laughs) And I was like, that's my cue. Okay. (laughs) And I remember just like standing there awkwardly because you were talking to someone else. And I was like, Ruth, (laughs) I've been told to come be friends with you. (laughs) And I think I actually said that. I think I'm pretty sure I came and was like, Sean told me that we should talk. Yeah. And then you were like so open. And I was like, wow, this is fascinating to me. She's just so like exudes positive energy <laughs> and i was like damn i'm not like that at all maybe i should learn because <laughs> you know in public places i'm like my name's Raina. please don't just speak to me <laughs> <laughs> oh you think i'm pretty so are my shoes <laughs> would you like those too <laughs> but yeah um, no that's definitely if it was like advice wise yeah like it's a pretty plain and simple sentence and it's the same for like anyone that's coming on in the future because like it's a good it's a good little room like now you have a a professional I have a, a professional room yeah with sound panels but fucking throw it out there whatever you're gonna say just throw it out to the air it's true you're my muffin you're my OG muffin <laughs> no I won't call you my muffin I'll call you my what I call you my chocolate chip cookie Ooh. I've never called anyone my chocolate chip cookie. You're special. I feel I feel so honored right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's it. That would definitely be it. What about you? What would your advice be to people coming on to your podcast? Oh. I did this last time too. I asked you a question. You did, and yeah. Like, no one asks me questions. <laughs> and I was like, seriously. <laughs> I remember sitting there being like, was this the wrong thing to do? I'm like, I bet I'm also a curious person. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, just, I want to make sure that people know that, um, that there are stories that you have that maybe you feel like you can't share. And that's fine. Like, if you're not ready to share it, then I'm not a person to force that out of you. But sure. if the only reason why you would be hesitant to share it is because you're afraid of what I'm going to think of you, then just you can you can rest assured. I just want this like I do I do sincerely want this to be a place where people can be safe and know that their story is very important to me and that them knowing that they are important. Yeah. Is something I value. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can vouch for you on that. I've known you for enough time and gotten to know you enough to know you genuinely care. It's true. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're like, oh, no, I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can feel it right there. No, but it's true. And it is true. It's good to, like, get your story out. Even if you, I mean, like, I mean, I'm pr- I'm the prime example. I'm fucking useless. I'm like, I'm like, oh yes, abusive situation in rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Same thing, right? Pot of gold. End of it. <laughs> I mean, just completely not making any sense. No, 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 no. You're you're a fearless little trooper. I love you to pieces. I beat a bitch for you. <laughs> that is so. 
just kind of nicest things. <laughs> Fuck a bitch up. <laughs> no, 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 no. I hope, I hope this is like helping people because definitely should. I think it is. Mm-hmm. I think it is too, to be honest. Like, I think people realize that it's becoming like a thing to be comfortable and being honest, right? Mm, yeah, I think so. I love you. Love you too. <laughs> Kisses. Kisses to everyone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Mm, you're welcome. Always. Always. And everybody listening, thank you. And like I do, I really hope that you know that uh, wherever you are, I am sitting here and I'm loving you. She is. <laughs> she loves everyone. <laughs> With her big heart. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're like, you're like, you're not only making me feel good, but you're like, you're healing. There's some part of me that you're healing with your words. So thank you. Mm, don't give me that. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have makeup on. <laughs> I look presentable. <laughs> They're like right there. It's okay. My eyes look incredibly green when I cry, so... <laughs> Be prepared to be hulked. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it because <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> On that note. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Have a great morning, afternoon, evening, night. And I'll be talking to you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>